With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is 321thePod. That's where the intro would go. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly where, typically, that's where intros go. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. It's been about a month. Uh, welcome to 321 uh, the pod, three stories, two idiots, one game. We'll get to the game later on, but and and now, uh, uh, three idiots or wait, two wait, what is it again? Three stories. Two I'm idiots. having a hard time with the concept. Three stories, <laughs> and then the, then you got one idiot, two countries, no, two states. Ah, two states. No, we're like five states away. All right, <laughs> yeah. So we are definitely the idiots. There's definitely three stories, and there is definitely one game that is for certain. And yeah, man, it's been a while since we talked. I know a lot of changes uh, going on for you. Uh, a lot of stuff coming up for me, which we'll cover another story. But um, let's get that, started. Man, let's get started. Story one. All right, what's the first story you got? Um, I one of my favorite movies of all time like if I'm making like a top 10 list and obviously it can't all be Star Wars and Marvel stuff because well, wait, wait, it, wait, 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 it wait. could be very easily for a top 10 list to be very very crowded with a certain type of movie so I would are if you I'm counting making, are you counting pornos because no really, well, absolutely really... not because nine out of the 10 would be uh porn yeah okay good but uh <laughs> it would be Debbie does and then various cities following um <laughs> but anyway but you know, like if I'm making a true top 10 list where I'm being very eclectic and picking different things, the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles <laughs> is, is on there because I just, first of all, John Candy is like the best Steve Martin at his high, like the height of his powers. Love that movie. Yeah. So you always kind of wonder like what would happen if that's that, that like people got shoved together, especially two people that are opposites, you know, kind of an odd couple kind of thing. Well, that's two people. What happens if it's 13 people, Chris? Because I got a story from you. I know you saw this story and I just, I loved the story because it reminded me of planes, trains, and automobiles. So this is a little bit of longer read, but I'll skip through different parts. But um, so it's 13 strangers in Orlando, Florida on late Sunday, they hired a minivan when they were stranded and formed it an impromptu community and a uh, to go on a crazy road trip, taking uh, hundreds of thousands of TikTok viewers along for the ride. Okay, no, hold on, hold on. Thirteen total strangers. Yes, they're in stranded. a minivan. Yes. Oh my God, there's not it, thirteen seats in a minivan. Right. Well, you know, I'm kind of wondering this too. So it says uh, uh, Michelle says this was her vision uh, to have a fun time, but it's everyone else who really made it a reality. Uh, they thought we were crazy for doing it, but basically it was a Sunday night in Orlando's International Airport. I've been there before. Yep. I know you have as well. Uh, a Frontier Airlines flight to Knoxville, Tennessee had just been canceled. <laughs> now, there's a lot of things that make sense so far in this story. First of all, 
first of all if you're flying frontier airlines there's there a legit like 30 percent chance that your flight is canceled anyways so that's like the first thing second thing is uh orlando late at night um because they said it was pretty late at night um not really actually a place you want to be late at night it's mm -mm. it's not the greatest late at night anyways so uh, she was going to present at a conference in Knoxville on Tuesday. Carlos and Laura were taking their 17 year old dollar on a, a university of the tour of a tour of like university of Tennessee. Another one was heading to a custody battle court case. Someone <laughs> was helping a friend move to Mexico and others were just trying to get home. It's this collection of people. They weren't even all on the same plane necessarily. They were from oh. all over the U S and beyond, but they had one thing in common. Their flights got canceled and they wanted to travel that evening so they the idea first started to hire a van and drive overnight to knoxville and it sounded exhausting but then they, they they looked at everyone and they started getting everyone together and said what do you think about doing this and it just manifested into about 13 people getting together and they all had a really good vibe and everything like that so it says basically they waited for the van um one of the ladies decided to start posting this as an adventure on her tiktok and she's a nobody. I mean, she was someone who literally had maybe a hundred followers or whatever. And then this one view within like three days, she's at hundreds of thousands of views. That's so crazy. And, and tens of thousands of followers because it's this story of them going. And she said, she just thought it was a crazy enough of an idea. She said that actually the 13 of us plus luggage fit pretty perfectly we all just climbed aboard and were on our way they took turns driving they stopped and would you know people were complaining about too many bathroom breaks but they said <laughs> but they said overall it was such an enjoyable experience because you're traveling and you're so you're having totally different conversations yeah because you're not traveling with someone you know so you're asking so she even on her tiktok video she would shoot she would show like have every person in the car in, in the van introduce themselves and give their background and then they would she would record conversations she would so basically um they arrived everyone um is is friends they said it was like the most pleasant experience that there's really no complaints overall and that they wanted it to kind of prove that people can kind of still get together and like not like kill each other and <laughs> like kind like believe it or not people before there was a thing of like twitter and instagram and tiktok and and facebook and anything people used to talk to each other and actually uh, interact and it okay was quite so a, quite a wonderful time I, I see i could see where this manifests from they're at the airport their yeah. their flights are canceled they're all still sitting at the bar getting hammered yep so they're all sitting there going two more drinks and then we're gonna go get that van and you're all coming <laughs> with me all yeah. right we're gonna do this it's gonna be a minivan and we're all gonna fit it sounds like a drunken like uh yeah it, it sounds like someone someone definitely was like this would be awesome man it, like where you're throwing around big ideas when you're drunk it definitely yeah. sounds like it started from that that's where it manifested you're right but i want to so i want to know okay so you've accepted this ride let's say you're one of the 13 and you've accepted this ride what is your on a scale of zero to 100 what is your expectations for what you're about to embark in like are you literally going into this going this might be the worst experience of my life or are you going into it saying hey this could be fun like where you know where are you at on that um i i think that if i was the drunk one going around making these uh crazy allegations to do things i think i could make it fun but i think i would i think i'd i would probably i would go into it either going this is going to be really fun or i'm just going to pretend to sleep the whole damn time see and that's kind of what i thought too i thought the sleeping would be an easy way uh, to pass the time and out um but 
Yeah. I, so I, I haven't done obviously this exact same thing. I had a, a similar situation before we moved to Texas. Um, I flew into Houston on some business stuff, but I had to get to Austin and it was supposed to be one of those little jumper flights where, um, so you land, you stay on the plane and the plane's going to continue on to yep. Austin. So it, it wasn't going to continue on. So I got off. Another guy was going to Austin. The rental cars were all gone and you know, they were all reserved. Yeah. And so we split one and we drove from Houston to Austin. Now that's only like a two hour, two and a half hour drive. So it's not like the same as what these people went through. And it was only one other dude. And he, and <laughs> I drove and he virtually like, he literally did not speak a word to me. He stayed quiet the entire time. And well, were you wearing pants? Well, you know, hey, I got one hand on the wheel and one <laughs> hand on the stick shift. Um, so I, I had, but, you know, I would look at this as kind of a fun adventure. I think it would be kind of cool as long, but here's the thing, just one person on that trip could have ruined it for everyone. You know, like oh, yeah. if there was one asshole on that trip or one lady who was super bitchy about something or whatever, it could have ruined the, so the odds that you got 13 people that gelled pretty fine together is kind of the insane part of that story. Not to mention nobody had beans the night before. Like, come on, <laughs> or, somebody was breaking okay, in. You, we, we've also, both of us have done a lot of traveling uh, <laughs> and, and planes. You're not exactly very fresh when you no. are like have been flying. You got like the I'm flying on a plane stress sweat going on and you probably got a little bit of funky town and you're under pants and Ew. your feet probably smell and you need a shower. I mean, like, because think about it. These people were probably working all day. Now they're trying to fly back home. Like this is yeah. uh, like these people aren't like just fresh out of the shower when they headed to the airport. Uh, this is also late at night. Right. So. This is not, this is the end of the day for these people. So I, I, I would say that there's probably, it was a funky van. Yeah, right. It was a, it was a funky minivan. I could say that um, I, uh, we're going to, there's going to be some more coming out of this. I think, I think we're going to find out that one of the guys left his wife, you know, like, <laughs> you know, the, the other guy's actually a wanted criminal or something like they're going to find some things about these people just because they're on this stupid little thing that you know like he had a bench warrant for his arrest or something <laughs> yeah i could also see like the rights to this being bought and turned yes, into like a movie. A, a movie and then two of the characters fall in love and uh or you know or something like jennifer that. Like, aniston's guys, in it yeah jennifer aniston's in it as the you know the the mom who's been left by the father and now she's a single mom just trying to get home she meets a really nice guy um but anyways and, I, that, and i'm that nice guy and you're that nice guy and speaking of travel why don't we end story one and do story two story two okay so for story two we haven't done a show in about a month for a couple of reasons one eric's falling apart uh, uh, I'm, he, he... yes <laughs> i'm dying i like to say i'm dying and my daughter will say uh dad everyone's dying and i say yes it's just happening to me at a faster rate that is true it is happening but you're not dying like all together it's just part of your body is dying and falling off yeah like, uh, stuff just kind of stops working <laughs> yeah i have a leg surgery in a couple of days i, I i'm a little nervous because they say they were trying to pitch it as a positive where the doctor goes, you know, it's a 75% sex success rate on this surgery. So it's pretty good. Like that's a serious, like good success rate. And I'm thinking, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. you're not answering the question of that means there's a 25% failure rate and yeah. that's one in four. And what does failure mean? And no one can interpret that for me. It's like, uh, you're operating on my leg. Does one in four mean, uh, it, you weren't any better, but you're the same as before. Cause I'm fine. Or do, with I that. Or do you lose or, a hip? Or do I lose it? Is it like, yeah, you know, one out of four chance that you get, you, we have to cut off the bottom half of your calf. Like, like what, what well, those, does failure of a six? Uh, I don't know what even, that even he, means. 
you should have just told your doctor right away, no matter what, I'm going to be that 1%. So let's get this shit over with. All right. <laughs> just cut it off. We'll be done. Oh no. my God. I'm going to die of sepsis from the surgery or something. But anyways, yeah, I'm a little nervous about that because the but third doing... leg surgery. <laughs> yeah. Third leg surgery. And it is going to keep me kind of uh hold up and uh, working from home for about three and a half to maybe even four weeks. So wow. I'm a little nervous about that too, because this is my busy time of the year, but I think I got this handled a uh, lot of video games, a lot of TV, and uh, maybe you and I could record uh, five times a day just for me to pass the time. Cause I'm going to go absolutely stir crazy at home. I'll record often with you. I can, I can bring you in and stuff and we'll make fun of you. And then you'll can write season 10 and listen to this. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to write like season 10, 11 and 12 all. Cause I'm going to be super bored. All right, uh, well, that's what's going on with me, but uh, what's going on with you, man? Well, I'm standing, not standing. I am sitting in a brand new studio in uh, Washington state uh, to be more specific, the Tri-Cities, even more specific, Kennewick, Washington. Um, we Are we going to start doing that cities bit from the last time where I read no. off different cities and areas? Okay. Nah, let's not do that. Because if you want, I got, I got another hour of that in me. I could well, let me start getting through this first. <laughs> but there's about there. Okay. So uh, I uh, basically, I was coming up here uh, to go elk hunting. I applied for a job just out of a whim to be a host uh, for a podcast and run and create this whole kind of creative department for this medical company. And uh, so I came up to Elk Hunt, uh, you know, October, and they wanted me to come in for an audition. So I did the audition. They offered me the job five minutes after I left the audition. Um, I went back to them and I said, I can't do it for this much. And I need this, this, and this. And they said, okay, when are you coming up? So I am living in Kennewick, Washington now in a trailer, in, which that's not different. Um, you can I take grew the, up in one. You could take the boy out of the trailer, but you can't take the trailer out of the boy. Out of the boy. But yeah, no, uh, it's trailer in my sister's driveway. Uh, the only reason I would have taken a job anywhere else away from my immediate family would be where there's already family that I have. So it just happened to work out where I'm stuck in the snow all the time now. It's like a foot of snow outside. It's freaking cold. And I have to pee on the, I have to go outside and pee at night. Uh, did did it make you realize how much you like the weather in Southern California? <laughs> yes, it did immediately because it snowed. The you remember first day. what a what a what a wimp you became living all those years in SoCal? It was day two. I'm texting my boss. Sorry, I'm going to be a little late. This weather's not what I like. <laughs> and then he called me last night to make fun of me too. But no, I'm I'm going to be the host and a spokesperson for Invigor Medical up here. Uh, that's why I'm. I don't have the sound effects right away because <laughs> I don't have any of my stuff. This is all. Yeah, but you all showed me equipment. the studio, man. It's a beautiful studio and uh, some pretty like kick-ass looking equipment and everything. Oh yeah, it's expensive equipment. Everything's nice. They used to. Ha they have a mantra, which I'm not sure if I, I like it or not, but it definitely got me the studio. It's what would Joe Rogan do? Uh, WWJRD. Yeah, well, so yeah. the studio kind of emulates his his studio a little bit. Uh, yeah if now now all you need is uh like 4.5 million listeners yeah that'd be great i'm gonna try i'm getting a few people on next week to interview it will launch in january but yeah right now i'm just building up their graphics their videos their social presence all that stuff so fun awesome. shit man yeah I'm doing that. so so you're back in washington you're in eastern washington you get to go hunting you get to see some family and, and obviously you miss your family back home but is how much has the area changed since you left that area? Uh, they've built a lot. Like there's like a lot. There's now two <laughs> Jack in the boxes. No, no, they closed one of those. Uh, but we do have a Del Taco. But you have 45 Walmarts. Uh, no, I don't even know where Walmart <laughs> is. <laughs> that would make sense though. Uh, no, we got Fred Meyer, remember? Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, Fred Meyer. I actually like Fred Meyer. Yeah, it was Walmart before Walmart. 
Um, but no, uh, it's just I, I, not like I'm going in sport exploring anywhere because uh, there's snow on the road. <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's a lot, a lot more stuff built. Um, you know, I'm surprised my truck made it up here, by the way. I drove my Suburban. That was a treat. Made it all oh, the way one, up that, here. One that you had in the garage? Yeah, the one I was trying to sell. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to sell it down there. Nope. I got up here. I've already had three people ask me to buy it. Yeah. Uh, California is not the place that you sell a Suburban at. No, and I was at the gas station and some. I bet you you could kid. sell it out here in Texas pretty good too, right? Like that's oh, that's yeah. probably another good area that if there was a suburban for sale, it'd work pretty good. I'd sell it to you, but I don't think you can get up into it. You're kind of broken. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> that's that, that's life for me. Uh, well, awesome, dude. I'm I'm super pumped that you're up there and doing your thing. And uh, this sounds like a pretty cool opportunity. And it's a beautiful studio. And uh, yeah, well, uh, and uh, I love it, dude. Awesome. You'll, you'll have to once you get done being laid up, you'll have to come visit. Yeah, and hopefully I'll have some money soon because we just sold that uh, extra house that we had. Uh, nice. In fact, in fact I got a text. Time. I got a text right before you hit record uh, that it's official and the keys are being taken to the buyer right now as we speak. So. And uh, then you're gonna get a big old fat check in the mail, and you're gonna be like "f you, wife," and then leave, and we're gonna yeah, go to, I already we're gonna my... go to Thailand and everything. See, now we're so close to Mexico that she thinks I'm going to head to Mexico. Tricks on her. I'm going north to Canada, bitches. Hey, didn't I just tell you there's snow? Let's go to like Barbados. Bora, Bora. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Oh, man. It's I only know. two I, of us. We I, just I, you know, honestly, Chris, on the money I'm getting, if the two of us just surviving on alcohol and uh, pornography, I think Fish. we could probably last four years on, on that. Oh, sweet. Then don't you spend know? any of it. <laughs> and we'll go next year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, man. I'm ready for story number three. Story three. All right. Now all right. what? Okay. So this is kind of funny. Um, I, I love how all our stories are travel stories, which is funny. But uh, this one is a, a dog accidentally sent through airport x-ray machine. It says, make sure to check your luggage before flying this holiday season because you might have a furry stowaway. The TSA reported the dog was accidentally sent through x-ray at Dane County Regional Airport in Madison, Wisconsin. And basically, here's what happened. One of these people that that travels with their stupid little dogs, yeah, uh, that likes to travel with their dogs, had their dog in one of those like little pet carrier backpacks. Ew. But when they got to the TSA line and they're putting everything on the X-ray machine, they put the backpack up on the machine and and then walked away, thinking that the TSA person would take the dog backpack and take it around like they do with the pets. Uh, but the TSA guy just thought it was a backpack, threw it in the thing, slid it on through, and scanned uh, the dog. Uh, and owner gets out on the other side, it's kind of mad. But what's interesting about that is, first of all, it's your responsibility to tell the, T the TSA person. It's uh, your dog, if, there's, if there's any person who works a job in the United States that cares less about their job <laughs> or doing a good job is a TSA agent, find them for me because I don't think it exists, right? Like people at McDonald's care more about their job than the people at TSA. So this, this person who has an IQ of four and a half isn't going to recognize your stupid trendy ass dog carrier for your little foo-foo dog. And it's kind of your responsibility to speak up. Second of all, you're telling me this dog's never been to the uh, vet. It's been x-rayed before. I mean, come on. The thing you scanned through. <laughs> I get it. If it was held in the x-ray machine for like an hour and a half and developed cancer, that's fine. And you know that's what's going to happen. This person's dog's going to die like four years from now or 10 years from now from cancer. And they're going to sue and say, well, they got the cancer from your x-ray machine. Well, that, that it's gonna it's gonna be died 
it's going to die from cancer and then it's going to have a, a ginormous penis or something. Something's <laughs> going to come out of it like a mutant. Run me through that x-ray machine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, okay, so I... I okay, why I, is your dog I, in a backpack? Why is your dog... That was exactly what I said. Why is your dog... It's not a pet carrier. Your dog is in a backpack. That's a you thing, man. Like, that's... that's a- uh, and have you not flown before? First of all, you don't need an emotional support animal everywhere you go. No, you don't. Um, I mean, that. first of all, we're, we're getting a little out of hand um, uh, with this whole emotional support thing. But you, you don't put it in a backpack, man. Backpacks are for laptops and uh, uh, your spare underwear for when you crap your pants in the airplane bathroom. Everyone and they, knows And this. they lose your luggage. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm looking at the picture right now, and it doesn't even look like the bag's open. It looks like the no, dog is totally bag. zipped up in there. Yeah, and now maybe on the other side, on the underside of the bag, there's like air, you know, mesh or, air mesh or something like that. But it sure does look like that person was like smuggling the dog. <laughs> it did. It does. It look, totally looks like the dog's like, it looks like the dog's dead, to be honest with you, in the picture that they have through the x-ray. But yeah. uh, what else is in that bag? Like, what is, was that a gear down there or something? A climbing rope? Like, what else is fucking in there? <laughs> yeah, it's probably the leash or something like that. But oh, yeah, yeah it go. almost looks like a rat. Like, you can tell this is a chihuahua type dog. Someone, so, some lady brought her chihuahua dog on board. That's that's my thing. No lady that. wears a backpack like that. That's a good point. That's a guy's backpack. That's a guy that has that dog, which makes it even worse. Yeah, it is. That makes it a hundred times worse. The only, <laughs> the only thing worse than that is a game. <gasps> All right, so I'm going to quiz you, since everything was kind of travel this time. Uh, I'm not going to do the top 10 things that TSA always gets. Okay. I'm gonna, these are the top 10 items confiscated last year that were really weird and different. Were all of these from you? No, 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 no. And I do travel a lot, but I do not go around and have these things. In. How, uh, before we get to your list, what have you had confiscated? Because we fly so much, you know what yeah. you can and you know what you can't. My thing is, because I've been in the wine and, and, and spirits uh, uh, business for like 23 years, mm-hmm. um, when I would travel, I would always forget that I had my wine opener in my bag yep. like when I travel because I just try, I'm always using it for work. And so I'd get there and they would think I'm trying to take a knife on board. So over the years, I've probably had to throw in the trash, like something like 312 wine wow. openers because <laughs> like I always would forget. And, and yeah, so th- that's really the only thing I- I'm pretty smart about everything else besides half opened bottles of water that you have to throw in the trash. Like that's really about it. I'm yeah. Yeah. I traveled a lot before COVID and then when COVID or not COVID, uh, before 9-11 and then when 9-11 hit I moved to California so I was flying even more uh, so everything did kind of change a ton when that happened but I had like I want to say a pocket knife um, nail clippers which is hilarious I know yeah um, and then uh, uh, my son who <laughs> he had a giant container of uh, sunblock t- uh, confiscated taken away because <laughs> we were going to Hawaii and he wanted to make sure that his sisters had sunblock so he put it in his backpack Yes, because they do so, not sell sunblock there in Hawaii. No, they no, no. Well, that's a thousand dollars of a jar, but um. So to be to just full disclosure, you did say wine opener. Now that's one of the common things sound, but one of the I'll give you give you one of the ten top ones: a okay. wine holder, a wine holder. Sh- shaped like a firearm. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. So, so it's a gun holding a bottle okay. of wine. <laughs> now, first of all, there are two things I want to ask about that. Number <laughs> one, who's the person that thought that they could take that through and it wouldn't get caught? That's part one. Part two, who is the person that gave that to them as a gift wherever they were that they're having to travel back with? 
Like, no, who's the you person? know they bought like, if, that. If you're, yeah, if, but if you're, if you're like gift shopping for someone and you're like, hey, Brad, Brad and Cindy, they, they really like wine, right? Yeah, honey, they, they really drink a lot of wine. Hey, what about this holster for a wine that looks like a 357 Magnum? Oh, <laughs> it looks awesome. And I like that it's classy. You know, like, you know, <laughs> right. you know they were carrying it on just because they didn't want to break it in their check bag. I know, but it's like, who, oh my gosh, I, I'm so paranoid about getting in trouble because I'm always in trouble that I could imagine if I was in that scenario, I would be sweating bullets going through TSA because I'm just thinking to myself, I'm going to get busted. I'm going to get, like, do do these people actually think, ah, there's no big deal. I'm going to get through. Or were they whole time worried? Like, oh no, I hope this doesn't get, yeah. That's how I felt (laughs) when I started traveling uh when weed became legal it's like where am i allowed to go how much can i take can you take it on the plane can i check it what do i do like just my vape pen right yeah so i'm trying to like i I just put it in my backpack separate it and then nothing there's nothing they don't they don't care so it's like the first couple times doing that i was like let the kids go first go kid go go first kids go go ahead i'll just throw it away if i have to but eh. all right so there's nine other things on this list that's that was pretty interesting all right nine other things on this list some of them you will not even have a chance to get others you're going to be like yeah but why did they try to take that so shoot for the moon and i'll give you a three out of five okay the length of a suitcase is about 24 to 27 inches uh of what's allowed on the plane uh wide Mm -hmm. i think someone brought a 27 inch dildo and that got confiscated no Nothing, nothing sexual actually at this at all. Because those never get confiscated. Um, okay, I, I'm thinking. Okay, I'm gonna go on this along those same lines. A three foot bong. Okay, no. I would say go, go, like go straight up stupid. Um. Okay. One time I was on a flight where someone was flying back home and they tried to bring their scuba tanks no nope. because uh, they were scuba diving. scuba tanks nope uh uh we just talked about a dog in a backpack what about like a boa constrictor no no animals damn it okay there's stuff that uh, pertains to an animal there you go yeah so something like a knife like someone had a machete on board machete number four yeah okay yeah someone's that stupid See, <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah gotta but go I, here's like... the thing i love how someone's like Nah, they're not going to have a problem with this, right? <laughs> Keep going. If you think uh, that's you think that they're going to say it for that, you're going to Okay. Someone <laughs> had a bunch of sticks of like um uh, those road flares and they thought it was dynamite. I'll give it to you. Fireworks. Fireworks. Okay, yeah, yeah, something I knew something would be like Why the hell oh are you like, getting on a plane with fireworks? Oh my idiot. god. First of all, just buy fireworks wherever you are going to. Second of all, don't, don't buy, buy fireworks. fireworks. <laughs> I mean like Oh my God. Cause by the way, when fireworks, when I was a kid, fireworks are pretty cool. And then you get older and you realize those little fireworks you buy on the 4th of July are weak sauce and they're really expensive. Just go watch the professional fireworks. It's a hundred times better. And you don't like light on fire. Oh my God. That's horrible. Okay. What about, um, uh, uh, like, uh, like an ax, like someone had like a a tree ax kind of thing. Uh, no, but I'll give you cleaver. Cleaver, okay. Wow, Cleaver. Yeah, that's, can you imagine? That's very intimidating, right? Like, uh, yeah, it's like always the butcher that's sitting there. What do you want, son? <laughs> is the TSA agent that's taking that away from them? Is is he like secretly like on his intercom, like you know, on the little the little uh, um, CB intercom, going, uh, Fred? Can I have backup? This guy could be a serial killer. And then, yes. like before before you go, sir, I'm gonna have to take away your uh, 
mach- uh, machete and your cleaver. cleaver. Like this is obviously a guy who has buried bodies in his backyard. Well, if you're going to take away his cleaver and his machete, you might as well take away that chainsaw. Yeah, that's oh chainsaw. I didn't think about that. Someone would bring a chainsaw on board. Yeah. So oh the other ones, God. the other ones. I mean, uh, bear spray. I mean, that's. I guess yes, but why? You know, you like could, you know, you could do a lot of damage in a plane with bear spray. Spray. So oh that in yeah. The air, oh yeah. It's and like that's it's like, everyone. That's, ugh, that's insane. Pepper spray, man. It's bad. Yeah. Um, a firearm buckle. So I, I'm guessing that's a du- that's a gun that's a buckle. Oh Jesus! Okay, uh, I'm gonna say that person was from Texas. Um, Daniel K. Inyoya International Airport. I don't know where that is. Oh wow! Okay. What about what about okay a pistol? Well, duh. Yeah, pistol. I, I figured that one. Here's here, okay. The last two. These ones are kind of funny. Bullets in deodorant. In deodorant. Yeah, Atlantic City. But what? So you needed bullets so bad that you wanted to smuggle them in your deodorant. So not only are you stinky because you have no deodorant, but you needed like, and how, by the way, how many bullets can deodorants hold? Like three? Like you better be a really accurate shot. (laughs) Do you really think that that's going to hide it from the metal detector or the x-ray machine where you're going to throw your shit through? Yeah. No, it's not. All right. Last but not least, one that you would never get. I'll give you a guess. One guess. You can guess to the moon. Guess something really stupid, crazy. Um, um, a flamethrower. Damn, that would be cool. No, uh, a meth burrito. <laughs> uh, and that's the name of this episode, meth, meth burrito. burrito. <laughs> oh, man. But okay. that was close to home. That was in Houston. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That's, hey, it's a meth burrito kind of a city. Uh, all right, man. Well, listen, <laughs> I got to get going. And I was glad we were able to, to check in with each other this week. And yeah. uh, hopefully you have another great week up there. And uh, I'll let you know how my next uh, week, I will be doing it from my bed because I will be bedridden when we do this next week. I can't wait to call your wife and have her start throwing shit at you and you can't even touch her. And I can't even touch her. <laughs> all right, man. Take care. We'll talk soon. All right, bye. Thank you for listening to 321 The Pod. Don't forget to subscribe rate and leave us a review. See you soon.